Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Good morning, 19 minutes after 9. This is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And Speaker Kevin McCarthy amplified his pledge to keep a pair of high-profile Democrats, Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell, from joining powerful House intelligence committees in Congress. Both Schiff and Swalwell played roles in the impeachments of President Trump. And McCarthy argued that Schiff openly lied about the Russian election interference and uh, disturbing briefing he received from the FBI on Swalwell. McCarthy is also open to expunging Trump's impeachments. And McCarthy won't call for George Santos to resign. But uh, he's had a lot on his mind for the past couple of days as they have begun. And McCarthy recaps what House Republicans did the last five days. I didn't know you could expunge an impeachment. I didn't know that was like a like a D the same thing like you could do with the DUI or whatever else that take it off the record. I did not even know that was a thing. So I guess if Trump applies for a job. It and be, that gets expunged, mm-hmm. it won't be on his record and no one will ever know. And he might get the position that he uh, he desires. How great is that? Okay, so here is Kevin McCarthy laying out all the things that the House Republicans have done in the first five days. In the last five days, we passed a rules package that no longer the power rests with a few, but to the voices of America of who they elect. We repealed and stripped the funding for 87,000 IRS agents. Government should be here to help you, not to go after you. Be able to protect the unborn. We just protected the Strategic Petroleum Reserve where the president can no longer deplete it and sell our oil to China. And we opened the House back up for the public something the public has not been able to be a part of for the last couple years. That's just the first five days, and we're just getting started. Okay, but none of that stuff is going to... Now, the rule stuff, fine. It will theoretically give you an opportunity to make better law going forward. Okay, all of that is fine. But in terms of the actual things they've passed, Mm -hmm. and Republicans do this all the time, when they have no opportunity to actually pass the stuff in terms of it becoming law, well, then they're repealing the IRS. They're repealing the income tax. They're defunding the 87,000 agents. Let's see what they do here in a, whatever it is, a couple weeks or whatever it is, when the debt ceiling Mm. has to be reestablished. Because Mm -hmm. that's when you're going to find out how wed the Republicans are to actual conservatism and what they actually are going to make priorities. Okay, so the federal government is really close to the debt ceiling, what they're allowed to borrow, meaning, you know, they're going to fight over this. It's it's approaching fast. So this will be the defining moment, the big test for the House. And it's being estimated by Peter G. Patterson Foundation that the debt ceiling is currently at $31.39 trillion 
Well, $31.4 trillion is the borrowing limit. So we are right there. But they're also hoping that in April, a whole lot of money is going to start rolling in because that's when our taxes are due. So the que- the question becomes, because you always hear people say, well, the debt, uh, debt ceiling limit should be a no-brainer because we have to pay our bills. Well, if the politicians always know that no matter what they do, the credit card will forever be... The Tur- limit just on. keeps going R- up. Right. Then why would they ever get spending under control? This is the equivalent of forcing someone to go to rehab. You got to choke them off. And when you, if you're a person with a serious, whether it's substance abuse, you know, alcohol, whatever it is, and they check you into rehab, man, you feel pain for the first, you know, whatever, several days you're there, week, whatever, because you're getting the poison out of your system. And in the case of the federal government, we got to send these people to rehab and we got to make them feel some pain and we got to get the poison out of their system. And the Republicans in the House have the opportunity to do this with this debt ceiling vote and get a lot of concessions in order to raise the debt ceiling. Yes, but it also has to pass the Senate. And then there's Biden who could just veto it. And here he is being super creepy and letting you know they've got no chance. Well, let me be very clear. If any of these bills make it to my desk, I will veto them. Why does he do that? I don't know. Isn't that just so <laughs> weird? <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, airfare up 28, 28%. Utilities are up 16%. Groceries are up 11%. Pet products are up 10%. So we're all feeling it. They need to feel it. All right. Uh, when we come back, Casey, yeah, there are two things locally we have to get to. Number one, the Club for Growth, uh, because they love Jim Banks, mm-hmm. Kevin McCarthy's best friend. You remember Jim Banks? He's the supposed conservative who voted for Kevin McCarthy 15 consecutive times without getting any concessions. Club for Growth loves Jim Banks, Mm -hmm. and they are taking a preemptive shot at Mitch Daniels, which I'm totally here for all that. And then the Indiana House Republicans Mm -hmm. unveiled their legislative priorities, and we'll see where property taxes were on their list of legislative priorities. Oh, (laughs) will we? Want to guess where they're at? Will we? All right, that's on the way from 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good morning, 19 minutes after nine. This is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC and Speaker Kevin McCarthy amplified his pledge to keep a pair of high-profile Democrats, Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell, from joining powerful House Intelligence Committees in Congress. Both Schiff and Swalwell played roles in the impeachments of President Trump. And McCarthy argued that Schiff openly lied about the Russian election interference and uh, disturbing briefing he received from the FBI on Swalwell. McCarthy is also open to expunging Trump's impeachments. And McCarthy won't call for George Santos to resign. But uh, he's had a lot on his mind for the past couple of days as they have begun. And McCarthy recaps what House Republicans did the last five days. I didn't know you could expunge an impeachment. I didn't know that was like a like a D, the same thing like you could do with a DUI or whatever else. That Take it could, off the record. I did not even know that was a thing. So I guess if Trump applies for a job... And that gets expunged. Mm-hmm. It won't be on his record and no one will ever know. And he might get the position that he uh, he desires. How great is that? OK, so here is Kevin McCarthy laying out all the things that the House Republicans have done in the first five days. 
in the last five days, we passed a rules package that no longer the power rests with a few, but to the voices of America of who they elect. We repealed and stripped the funding for 87,000 IRS agents. Government should be here to help you, not to go after you. Be able to protect the unborn. We just protected the Strategic Petroleum Reserve where the president can no longer deplete it and sell our oil to China. And we opened the House back up for the public, something the public has not been able to be a part of for the last couple years. That's just the first five days, and we're just getting started. Okay, but none of that stuff is going to... Now, the rule stuff, fine. It will theoretically give you an opportunity to make better law going forward. Okay, all of that is fine. But in terms of the actual things they've passed, Mm -hmm. and Republicans do this all the time, when they have no opportunity to actually pass the stuff in terms of it becoming a law, well, then they're repealing the IRS. They're repealing the income tax. They're defunding the 87,000 agents. Let's see what they do here in a, whatever it is, a couple weeks or whenever it is, when the debt ceiling Mm. has to be reestablished. Because Mm -hmm. that's when you're going to find out how wed the Republicans are to actual conservatism and what they actually are going to make priorities. Okay, so the federal government is really close to the debt ceiling, what they're allowed to borrow, meaning, you know, they're going to fight over this. It's it's approaching fast. So this will be the defining moment, the big test for the House. And it's being estimated by Peter G. Patterson Foundation that the debt ceiling is currently at $31.39 trillion. Well, $31.4 trillion is the borrowing limit, so we are right there. But they're also hoping that in April, a whole lot of money is going to start rolling in because that's when our taxes are due. So the, que- the question becomes, because you always hear people say, well, the debt, uh, debt ceiling limit should be a no-brainer because we have to pay our bills. Well, if the politicians always know that no matter what they do, the credit card will forever be... The Tur- limit just on, keeps going r- up. Right. Then why would they ever get spending under control? This is the equivalent of forcing someone to go to rehab. You got to choke them off. And when you, if you're a person with a serious, whether it's substance abuse, you know, alcohol, whatever it is, and they check you into rehab, man, you feel pain for the first, you know, whatever, several days you're there, week, whatever, because you're getting the poison out of your system. And in the case of the federal government, we got to send these people to rehab and we got to make them feel some pain and we got to get the poison out of their system. And the Republicans in the House have the opportunity to do this with this debt ceiling vote and get a lot of concessions in order to raise the debt ceiling. Yes, but it also has to pass the Senate. And then there's Biden who could just veto it. And here he is being super creepy and letting you know they've got no chance. Well, let me be very clear. If any of these bills make it to my desk, I will veto them. Why does he do that? I don't know. Isn't that just so <laughs> weird? <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, airfare up 28, 28%. Utilities are up 16%. Groceries are up 11%. Pet products are up 10%. So we're all feeling it. 
They need to feel it. All right. Uh, when we come back, Casey, yeah, there are two things locally we have to get to. Number one, the Club for Growth, uh, because they love Jim Banks, mm-hmm. Kevin McCarthy's best friend. You remember Jim Banks? He's the supposed conservative who voted for Kevin McCarthy 15 consecutive times without getting any concessions. Club for Growth loves Jim Banks, Mm -hmm. and they are taking a preemptive shot at Mitch Daniels, which I'm totally here for all that. And then the Indiana House Republicans Mm -hmm. unveiled their legislative priorities, and we'll see where property taxes were on their list of legislative priorities oh (laughs) will we want to guess where they're at will we all right that's on the way from 93 wibc good morning